0: Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. We're taking a look at the dark side of technological advancements in our week titled Modern Dilemmas. We got it started Monday with cell phones. Tuesday, we explored social media. Yesterday, we took a closer look at binge watching. And today, we're digging into
1: Google. I can still remember my teachers in high school reflecting on the way advanced calculators had changed our level of engagement in algebra. Problems we used to have to work through on paper were now answers we could find by simply typing on our increasingly complex keyboards. Spellcheck saved us from the work of turning to dictionaries for our corrections. Our phones now do the job of memorizing phone numbers and driving routes. So frankly, we often don't. But what might the repercussions of these conveniences be? And how might something so profound as Google, where the answer to any question at all can be discovered in real time, affect the inner workings of our mind?
0: Vanessa Hill, a behavioral scientist and science communicator, explores psychology, neuroscience, and self development. Her self proclaimed mission is to bridge the gap between scientific research and our daily well being. She begins We're all living in the age of Google. When we Google one thing and Wikipedia another, we're not relying on our brains, but on our fingertips. She poses the question Is it making us dumber?
1: She goes on to share that we have to consider there are two main types of memory. Non-declarative memory for skills, emotions, and movement, like how to ride a bike. And then there's declarative memory for facts and information, like our phone number or the capital of Australia. So when we use technology to look up information, we're potentially extending our declarative memories by consuming that information, but only if we're actually committing the information to memory. The hippocampus is a major part of the brain that we use in declarative memory function. It gives us the ability to retain and recall memories about facts, like the largest animal on earth, and events, like your first kiss or the first CD you bought. The formation of new declarative memories relies on both the hippocampus and a region around it, the parahippocampal gyrus. So what happens when we have information at our fingertips and we don't need to remember facts anymore?
0: Hill continues by sharing that the process in our brain, how we form, retain, and recall memories remains the same. What changes is what we choose to form memories about. Instead of remembering more facts, we remember where to find them. This is called the Google effect. In one study, participants who were told they could later look up the answers online did not make the effort to remember general trivia. When asked a question, people actually thought about computers and search engines instead of searching their own memories for the answer.
1: The use of external memory systems is called transactive memory, and it's not new. Einstein once said, I do not carry such information in my mind since it is readily available in books. Plus, we've relied on other people to remember things for us like a husband or a wife. Now there's a third wheel in that relationship, Google. For our declarative memory, using technology just means we're tweaking our memory hard drive so we remember where the files and folders are, where we can find information, not necessarily the facts themselves. This will probably happen more and more as our relationship with devices grows. Hill's perspective is that it's not necessarily a bad thing. fMRI scans show that for people who are internet savvy, Areas of our brains are way more active searching for information online than when reading a book. In our brains, our hippocampus is still working the same way. We're just choosing to retain the most efficient way to find the information, and that's usually online. She explains,
0: we're all sharing the work of remembering and it makes us collectively smarter. It's actually pretty adaptive. The disadvantage of course, is when we need knowledge on the fly. Those facts just aren't in our minds when we're leaving them online. So for the important stuff, we commit that to memory. It's all about what each individual feels is important and how much faith they have that the internet will be available.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin.
0: And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for the final day of our week Modern Dilemma. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today.
1: Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.